My name's Bridget, and welcome to my podcast, Wake Up and Thrive. I wear a lot of hats, but the ones I'm most proud of are being a sober mom to my four kids, a wife to my best friend, a forever student of life, a registered nurse, and a certified life coach. You can usually find me planning and enjoying quality moments with those I love, or coaching women on how to do the same. All of our lives are made up of tiny moments, both beautiful and messy. I know we all want more feel-good moments, but I believe it's the ones that challenge us that become the catalyst for our growth. That's what we do in this space. We explore everyday moments that we deem hard, and instead of allowing them to keep us stuck, we lean into their lessons and let them wake us up. So if you're ready and willing, I'd love to invite you to come along. All you need is an open mind. It's time. It's time to wake up and thrive. Hi, and welcome back to Wake Up and Thrive. Happy Monday. Um, For those of you guys that are joining me for our decluttering challenge, we started today. The first email went out. So if you registered, make sure you check all of your um, folders in your inbox. And if you're like, what the heck are you talking about? But I love to declutter or I need to declutter. um, Come and join us. There's still time. If you just actually private message me or email me, um, I will send you the link. And um, more than likely, I will run this challenge again because it is one of my favorite, but we're learning in three days how to declutter spaces in your home as well as decluttering your mind. Okay, so today, for today's episode, let's talk about overwhelm. Overwhelm is an emotion I am very familiar with, especially around this time of year. This is just a busy time of year for my family. Um, We are a big baseball family, and so we are going constantly when it comes to baseball. And then, again, this is something I created, or no, I didn't create it. My husband created it. Yeah, let's let's definitely blame him, you guys. But we have three out of four of our kids' birthdays are within seven days. And I'm right smack in the middle. We just finished one. So overwhelm is an emotion that always shows up at this time, and it's like, I know it's going to show up no matter how much I take off my plate or how much I delegate, like it just, it creeps itself in. Okay. Um, And so I really want to be able to look at overwhelm because I've been really learning about it and leaning in and trying to really understand why it keeps showing up for me. And I hope after today's episode that you also can explore why overwhelm might be showing up in your life. So let's start with defining overwhelm. There's a lot of definitions and overwhelm can show up for a variety of reasons. However, what I have found in my own personal life and in my work with my clients is that um, overwhelm really is this beautiful, uncomfortable feeling in your body, but beautiful invitation to depressurize. Okay, so I want to say that again. That's my definition of overwhelm. Overwhelm is a beautiful invitation to depressurize. And if you're like, Bridget, we are not like a kitchen appliance. (laughs) I actually feel a lot like one when I'm overwhelmed. I feel like a pressure cooker. I feel like the tensity, the stress is just building and building and building. And then it just kind of releases and comes out. And to me, that's the best way to describe overwhelm is pressure, right? And we're going to talk a lot more about that in a little bit. But I think overwhelm is alerting us and inviting us to depressurize areas of our life. Okay. And then if we're going to define any emotion, I feel like we need to go to the guru herself, um, Brene Brown. She wrote this book. If you're not familiar, it's called the Atlas of the heart. 
And it is, it's just an, uh, it's like an encyclopedia for emotions. You can really just flip to any emotion that you're going through and she defines it and she lets you know what's going on. And I love, love, love her definition. So she says, if stress is like being in the weeds, feeling overwhelmed is like being blown. I love that visual. Overwhelmed means an extreme level of stress and emotional and or cognitive intensity to the point of feeling unable to function. And she goes on to say that the actual definition, according to the dictionary online, is just becoming completely overcome and overpowered by a thought or feeling. And so the feeling of overwhelm, when we do notice it, and I think a lot of times we don't even know it's overwhelm. It gets kind of lumped in with, I'm just anxious, or I'm just busy, or um, I just have a lot going on. And we don't actually really know what overwhelm feels like in my body or in our body. I know because I've been really experiencing it lately. And so I've really had to dive into, okay, this isn't like typical anxiety that shows up. Like this is different. So overwhelm really, it, it can paralyze you. It it's, it's usually comes on when there's a lot going on in our life, but yet like Brene Brown describes, we feel fro- frozen. We feel stuck. We really can't function or take that. I mean, you can function, but you can't take the necessary steps um, that are required from all that you have going on. So it's a really interesting emotion. Okay, so let's talk about what do you do when the emotion comes up? Well, if you've been kind of in my space and community for a while, you know that the first thing to do is just to pause and notice, acknowledge and become aware of the emotion in your body. Because like I said, you need to differentiate, differentiate like when are you feeling overwhelmed versus when are you feeling anxious or worried? It's a different type of feeling. So I always tell my clients to put one hand on where you feel the emotion in your body and actually say those words. I feel overwhelmed. Um, So for me, I feel it in the top of my chest, the pit of my throat. Um, So I'll put my hand over there and I say, I feel overwhelmed right here in my chest. And the reason I have people do this, the reason I do it is it does two things. First of all, it gets you out of your mind and into your body. Okay. Um, Overwhelm is typically like Brene Brown said, it can be overpowered by thoughts and on your to-do list and all the things that are left undone. And so when you notice it, when you notice it coming on, some of the best things you can do is drop into your body, get out of your head, throw away your to-do list, which I know sounds really scary to do when your to-do list is miles long, but get out, getting out of your head in the moment is the best thing you can do. So this is one way to do it. Put your hand on where you feel in the body. Um, The other reason I have women do this is because it helps you separate from this emotion. So did you catch when I, I didn't say, hi, I'm Bridget and I'm overwhelmed, right? I didn't identify with it because I always tell my clients when we identify with our emotions, it's that much harder to let go of. So think about it. When I say like, hi, I'm Bridget and I am white, that's really part of me. That's part of who I am. And I can't change that. So make sure that you're not identifying with your emotions. They're not a part of you, like who you are. They're a part of your experience and your experience can always shift, right? Which ultimately will change you, but it's so much easier to change your experience of something than actually getting to your actual identity. That takes like a lot, a lot of work. So make sure you're not identifying with your emotion. Okay, so step one is acknowledge, become aware of it in your body, put your hand um, where you're actually feeling it and name it, name the emotion. 
Second thing you can do when you notice the overwhelm is recognize that this feeling is not an indication that you're doing anything wrong. Remember, I always say our emotions are like a check engine light alerting you to just check under the hood. And I think so often this is where we get it wrong. This is where we misread the check engine light. We think when we feel overwhelmed, it just means we need to do more, right? Like I used to tell my husband, I just have a lot on my plate. Take the kids so that I can knock it all out. It's all about doing, and that's going to help our overwhelm. But the truth is, um, an author who was actually referenced in Brene Brown's book, his name is John Kabat-Zinn. He talks about the antidote for overwhelm really is non-doing time, right? It's time where there's no agenda and there's mindless play and you just get to be, um, which can be really, really scary when your to-do list is miles long. Okay. So let's talk about the two main reasons overwhelm shows up in our lives. I think a lot of us, I know I did. I thought overwhelm really showed up um, simply when I had too much on my plate. But if we're going to be honest, that would be every mom all the time right? There's just always a lot going on. And to be honest, I think we're built for that. Like I think we are built to, to handle a lot on our plate. So I don't really buy into the fact that when our plate is full, we, we experience overwhelm, right? Um, so then why do we experience it? Well, I think there's two things we need to look that live, look at that really live under the surface of, I have a lot going on. Um, the first reason I think many of us experience overwhelm is because we have overextended are yeses, right? We've said yes in too many places and to too many people that is really out of alignment with who we are and or what we want to be doing with our lives, what we truly desire to be doing with our time. And for many of us, I know many of you listening, we aren't really aware that we're out of alignment, right? Like we are so disconnected with our bodies that we just say yes, 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 until we just explode or we, you know, experience utter exhaustion and burnout. And then we look back over the last few weeks and we're like, oh my gosh, I overcommitted, right? So this is why I tell my clients to embrace their overwhelm because it is this check engine light. It is saying, hey, 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 pause, pause, pause. You might want to check in with yourself, check in with yourself and make sure what you are committing to and saying yes to is really in alignment with who you want to be and where you want to go. So again, I know it's really easy to put the blame on the actual things that are on your plate, but what you really need to do to feel less overwhelmed is take ownership and responsibility um, for the stuff that you've actually put on your plate, right? Um, and that involves looking, like I said, where you're saying yes and where you're saying no. But And I've, I've mentioned this in another podcast, when your um, to-do list or your life is filled with things that really reflect your values and things that light you up, Even when it is busy, you won't experience this state of overwhelm. Okay, so let's look at the second reason overwhelm can show up. So if it's not the amount of things on your plate, if it's not the actual things on your plate, right? If everything that you have to do really are things you want to do, for example, for me this week, like I do have a lot of stuff going on, but I also really want to make each kid's birthday special. Um, We have totally minimized. We have really tried to make it as simple as possible, but there's still a lot to do. So then the second reason overwhelm shows up is the pressure that we're putting on ourselves around the things on our plate. If I was going to categorize where this pressure is coming from, um, I've really found a theme 
among the women I've coached and also in my own journey. And they fall into three different categories. So I think we experience overwhelm when we are putting pressure to do it perfectly, pressure to do it in a timeline, like right now, like urgently, or we're putting a lot of pressure to do it by ourselves, unilaterally, without help. You're telling your husband, like, he can't do it right, and you just have to do it, and you're the only one that can do all the things, right? Um, And is it possible that that's what's causing your overwhelm? So I have personally never, when I think of these three things, I have never really struggled with perfectionism. In fact, I always joke that I could actually use a little bit of this in my life, right? Clearly, I just like jump into things kind of impulsively. Um, And so I could use a little bit of perfectionism in my life. Even though it's not something I personally struggle with, I coach a lot of moms that, um, that struggle with this kind of on a subconscious level. So if you are experiencing the emotion overwhelm, um, ask yourself, are there areas in my life? Are there things on my plate that I'm putting pressure to really do it um, perfectly or do it to a level of standard that, that really doesn't exist? I also really relate to the last two. So this, this idea of doing it urgently, right? Like feeling rushed, this pressure to um, get it done, to get it done and get it done quickly. Um, I know that when I feel overwhelmed, there's some area of my life that I've put a like proverbial deadline, right? Like I'm the one that is in charge of the deadline, but I've, I've made it like, and, and this is going on for me right now in my business. Like I want to launch this group program and I've made it like I have to launch it in the spring. And when I start to feel the overwhelm, I get to remind myself that I have choice. I have agency always, always, always. And I can immediately feel the overwhelm kind of dissipate a little bit. We are notorious for doing things by ourselves because either we think we do it best or we think that's just what you're supposed to do as a mom. So I recently shared this example on Instagram and I'll share it here. Um, I have four kids and like I told you, three of them, they all have a birthday within a week. Okay, so up until a few years ago, I was making six different cakes because we were all having a family party and a friend party. So six different cakes in seven days. It wasn't a fun experience for me. And it really wasn't a fun experience for them because I, that, that is just not a skill set, you know, that I was born with. Like I, baking is just not my thing, but I, I thought, God, I have so many kids. Like I have to be able to be good at this. This is what every kid remembers, right? I go to all these birthday parties and see all these like amazingly decorated cakes, or you just scroll on your phone for two seconds and you see all these badass moms who baked whatever, all these like amazing decorated cakes by hand. And you can't help but feel a little bit of pressure, right? And even a little bit of shame that I don't do that. I don't do that well. And so I was recognizing around this time, the overwhelm was crazy for me. And that was a big part of it. I was trying to do things that A, I wasn't very good at, but B, I didn't enjoy doing it. Like I didn't enjoy being in the kitchen. I had more fun planning the activities that we were going to do in the party at the party or planning the traditions that came along with each kid's birthday. That was where I really got lit up. So really understanding that I didn't have to bake cakes to be a good mom. I really didn't have to do that. And so if you're listening to this, either you are like nodding your head in agreement or you are absolutely appalled that I don't bake cakes for my kids. And either way, I just want you to know that for me and my experience, my overwhelm is typically indicating that I am either trying to get things done urgently or I'm doing what I did in this cake situation where I'm trying to do it all by myself. Okay. 
Uh, recap. Let's recap what overwhelm is. Overwhelm is really, by my definition, it's an invitation to really pause and acknowledge what's on your plate or the pressure that you're putting on your plate, right? And when you feel the overwhelm, the two things that you do are, first of all, pause, acknowledge, become aware of it in your body, actually process that emotion in your body. And if you need guidance on this, you can go back and listen to my episode on emotions. Um, But I find it very helpful to put your hand where you feel it in your body and to actually say, I am feeling overwhelmed. Um, And then the second thing is to really remind yourself that this doesn't mean anything's wrong. This doesn't mean I need to do more or get more organized or blah, 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 blah. It's just a check engine light. It's alerting you that there's somewhere in your life currently that's a little out of alignment for you. Either you've overcommitted or you're putting in too much internal pressures on yourself. Um, But either way, you're a little out of alignment. And when you don't feel overwhelmed, let that be an indication that you really are in alignment with what you desire, who you want to be, and where you want to go in life. So um, that's it. That's overwhelmed. That's the emotion. Um, And I hope I've kind of given you some tools to really deal with it when it shows up in your life. I also want to remind you guys that I created um, an amazing guide, in my opinion, Um, It's a guide for moms. I believe it's the manual every busy and multitasking mama needs right now. And it's going to really help you become less overwhelmed. It's going to really allow you to get your time back. And the hint here or the spoiler alert is it actually has nothing to do with time management. So if you haven't gotten it already, I hope that you will grab this guide. If you know a mom right now that's struggling with overwhelm or needing more time to do the things she actually enjoys doing, um, send her this episode or send her the link to get my guide. I, it would, it would mean a lot to me and, um, you're helping me get my mission out there. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and I will see you next week.